right, we're back here with uh, Lord Clark and friends. Uh, we've got another friend on the phone, a uh, new friend. Uh, his name's Carter. What's going on? Uh, so we thought we'd get started uh, right in on our news section today, uh, reading some of the news that's been going on uh, from the Little Sun. Um, or what is it? Uh, is breastfeeding in public for attention seekers? Uh, this is actually sent to us by a different friend, but I uh, thought I'd bring it up as strange stories in the news. Uh, you got any opinion on this, Mr. Carter? I think it's about as classy as uh, drinking wine from the Solo Cup. Nice, nice, nice. Drinking wine from the Solo Cup. I think it's just a bad idea. And, and I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just... Some people think it's try, trying to be fashionable. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't even think Britney Spears would do that. So. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen her do that. Um, we've seen her do a bunch of other things, but we haven't seen her do that. I've seen children getting abused in public, but, you know, not not, not breastfed in public. Yeah, that, that sounds rather disturbing. And most women who like to do it, I don't know, are from the hippie generation, and <laughs> usually that's just not worth it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And the, the hippie, uh, you know, the, the hippie generation is actually heavily on the comeback. Um, I know. It, it's it's actually a little disturbing, and uh, it, it makes a lot of the pharmaceutical companies uh, pretty nervous because you know kids aren't even getting immunized anymore. That makes me nervous, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to immunize my kid. At what point is our immune system reliant on drugs versus its own capability? Well, the immunizations are supposed to augment the capability of the immune system. They work with the immune system to create new immunities, which is what we need. Um, whereas not getting immunized means we've got to go now find an antibiotic that'll go kill the stuff that we could have had you immunized against. <laughs> so hmm, we can eradicate it by immunization, or we can let it run rampant, adapt, and then become even worse and kill your kid for something that you could have had a shot for. Uh, I don't know. That makes me scratch my head. Um, but back to this uh, being a connoisseur of wine, I do have to ask you, is drinking wine out of a solo cup or getting it from a box, which is worse? Hmm. Both are orientated with a good time. Usually <laughs> yeah. really it doesn't matter at what point. Uh, whether it's in a bag, actually, because it's not in a box, it's in a bag inside. Inside um, box, yeah. Or a solo cup, it generally doesn't last long enough to be really seen by many people. Or uh, even tasted by many people. Right. Well, this is true. That's right up there with box champagne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are always associated with happy times. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't have many but I do have experiences where they were not a very good ending. Yeah. Well, we won't we'll get on to that. Um, <laughs> let's see. What's the next one here? Uh, T.O.P. Senate. Who cares? Who cares about that? Okay. <laughs> that was another funny one in the news. Boston cop accused of escorting porn stars to club. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and it's not regular porn stars. It's gay porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is, 
articles say Boston police officer is being investigated for allegedly helping two gay porn stars from the Sacramento from Sacramento to cut through traffic to get to a nightclub. Police say the officer, whose name has not been released, has been placed on desk duty after allegedly using his cruiser to escort a car from Logan Airport to the Roxy nightclub in Boston last October. <laughs> well, he was already in the right uniform. I mean, he could have gone right up on stage. Yeah, that's true. Uh <laughs> A police officer, and now we just need an Indian and a and a construction worker. Uh, well, I'm sure that they can find a couple in the uh, the light department, or uh, even for the uh, oh, this, diggers. This article gets even more interesting because I guess one of the porns the the stars were uh, <laughs> were in the movie Brangelina. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and what the night the night after that, they performed in Providence at a male nude club called Tricks All Male Review. I didn't need to know that existed. Uh, but yeah, that's something. <laughs> that's just something to be uh, had. And then this was something we were talking about prior to uh, tonight's show. Uh, Facebook faces fears over content, right? Hmm. As I stated uh, prior to this, I completely understood that if I sign up for Facebook, anything I uploaded to the site would be considered Facebook's content, uh, and they could do anything they wanted with the content that I uploaded. And um, I was just kind of saying to you, that's one of the reasons why I don't upload many of my videos to Facebook uh, preferring to leave those on my own website for for the fact that I want to keep my own content my own. Right, and this is this is one of the reasons why I left MySpace was because it was quickly becoming the high school trend, um, and the biggest thing is taking other people's stuff, making it your own to make your own personal image, and that's not really your image in the first place. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure how they really feel about Facebook doing that because really they're they're getting their own advertisement, their own image from other people. And well, who's, who's getting compensated for that? Well, I, I can understand Facebook's Facebook doing this. I mean, it's in everybody's, any site you join, it's always in their user agreement. Um, Facebook is, well, it, you know, getting their identity from the fact that, that I'm using people's faces to make my identity, well, that's the name of the site. Right. So I can understand that, and I can understand them using user content in part of their marketing. Um, I just need to be aware of that when I upload my user content. Um, right. <laughs> and so that's why, you know, I have no problem with other people uploading my content. Uh, I just want to have the legal right to say that the other person uploaded my content without my knowledge or consent when I need to claim that Facebook is using something and making a profit off of something that should be mine, <laughs> that they should be sharing our profits with me. Uh, I didn't upload it, and I'm the one who created the content. Uh, I'd say that's and, right up there with having stocks and cigarettes while you're smoking them. <laughs> hey, look, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
well, look, if I'm going to die, I might as well get a kickback from it, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's, well, my opinion is that I'm not going to smoke, but, you know, please, anybody who wants to smoke, I have no problem with you smoking because I own pretty much every cigarette manufacturer out there. <laughs> and they're kicking back to me every every three months. Uh, so I have no problem with people smoking. Uh, let me make that abundantly clear. Uh, just I don't smoke because I'm an asthmatic and I can't breathe anyways. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't have guessed. Yeah, well, you couldn't have guessed from the early podcast. Well, no. <laughs> um, it's one of the reasons why I invested in this polycom that really helps. <laughs> but I really find it funny that people don't take any time to read the the user agreement at Facebook. Uh, I know I did. I don't even read the uh, agreements when I get into a cell phone contract. I just look right to the bottom, click I agree. Yeah. Well, I knew I read it because I, I had actually heard some things where they share your user info with any of the developers that develop games for Facebook. So I was, you know, I made sure I understood what I was getting into before I got into it because I knew they were going to spread my information all over the Internet. Right. Um, and sell it to the to any bidder. <laughs> so um, you know you just have to be aware of that when you get involved in these social networking sites. That whoever the owner is has basically got ownership of any material you post on it. Well, that's a good thing I don't have many friends <laughs> or a lot of stuff posted. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can let your friends post all they want as long as you don't post anything. It's not too bad. Yeah. Um, though I do find it a fun site, and it's a good site for keeping up with uh, friends on friends around the world and friends that I haven't seen in a long time. So I'm not uh, down on the site. I just be aware of what it is. Although I do have to say that, uh, you know, a lot of the older people, and I, well, maybe not old, but the people that are, um, you know, mid-40s and up, yeah. they, they have a fascination of posting their high school photos in which everybody looks like, Michael Bolton or some other miscellaneous girl from that '70s show. Or that or yeah, or the '80s. Some friends from the '80s, man. Oh yeah, that that stuff is funny. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Just every single class picture I've seen. My, like my boss has started posting pictures of uh, his high school days, and. Uh, in every single high school photo, whether it's in, like, the chorus or something like that, there's always this one, like, Indian guy. Yeah. And he does look like Fez. So I can understand where they got the character from, but I just thought that it was, uh, to a point, ironic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I've seen some of the uh, the females on there with some of that big hair from the 80s. That's just scary. Uh, I've got many friends that have some of that big hair, and it's just really, really scary. Oh. I don't know. Something, something's going to click when you're a guy and you're perming your hair. Oh, uh, that, I don't know. that's just wrong. I mean, I, I, my grandmother did that. <laughs> Guys and perming their hairs. Uh, uh well, it looks like the uh, more on the news. It looks like the car manufacturers are sticking their hand out for more money. Another twenty-two billion in U.S. aid. I'd really want the car manufacturers just to die at this point. 
All right, now, now here's obviously there's a complication with that. Um, yeah. We, we all we all know the future does not contain gasoline powered cars, um, and there are several alternatives. But what are what are we going to do with getting rid of all the cars that are out there? Are we just going to throw them out, or are we going to invest in replacement motors first and then phase over? Um. Well, I think I think you're starting to see the phase over as far as the the whole hybrid technology, right? And then the flex fuel alongside the hybrid, so you can phase over to um, use sugar cane over to ethanol, which is pretty easy. Um, and then you can phase over to a fuel cell at some point. Uh, I see the fuel cells being a, <laughs> a a pretty far off or dangerous um, alternative at this well, point. <laughs> actually, the combustion ratio for a fuel cell versus your current gasoline, they're not too far apart as far as hydrogen fuel versus, I mean, as far as explosive explosivity um the gasoline can actually be a little i consider a little more dangerous because you're so comfortable around it compared to hydrogen um so why is it that in all of all the videos they have the people wearing those tinfoil looking suits <laughs> well that's because of the hindenburg um <laughs> but you notice all the videos handling hydrogen prior to the hindenburg exploding uh don't have those guys in the foil suits uh, it really has to do with the Hindenburg going down. You know, it, um, I think it has a little bit more to do with thermite, but that's besides the point. Yeah, well, yeah, but it, you know, we we've since learned. <laughs> since learned about, and we've since learned a lot more about how to control a hydrogen explosion. Um, Instead of using it as a cut rate secondary uh, gas. <laughs> exactly, it's cheap to make. Uh, it was not a was not a smart decision on the Germans' part. Well, we were doing it too. We just didn't make it as publicly known as the Germans did. Uh, we were building our own uh, flying blimps. Uh, blimp warfare. Woo! And look, in the U.S. U.S. budget, 2010 has blimp warfare built into that, and holding helium reserves for blimp warfare. Uh, so, it does not really seem like a surprise and escape attack, but yeah. In any event, uh, my honest opinion is until we build another 300 to three to 500 nuclear reactors in the United States and we can really deal with our energy issues in a in a smart way, and then also, how do I put this, we can just plug our cars in for a cheap price. Uh, now, now, you actually, you, you have a, uh, a reactor's license, don't you? I had a reactor's license. It got, when I was, when I left work there, it, it got terminated like much anything else they don't want people carrying around licenses that they're not using well i can understand that could get a little dangerous yeah well yeah so i mean still i'm one of the very few people in the world that have ha actually held one of those licenses uh so do understand yeah and, and a location that's actually you know fairly close to a lot of living people <laughs> you mean in downtown Lowell? let's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on on the scenic view of the Merrimack River in downtown Law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can I can only imagine that's caused uh, quite the dispute uh you know being on a campus. Well, you'd think it would, but I mean, well the they downplayed it a lot so that 
no, you know, people didn't even realize it was there. People, most people thought it was an oil tank because it looked like one. Uh, well, it looks more. It looks more like a um, what, what? What is it? An observatory? One of the uh, the telescope things? Yeah. It, well, they, basically, it's a concrete dome with fourteen foot fourteen foot thick walls. Uh, All right. So it rises my second question, which is why. And, and, and this works in conjunction, sort of, with the car conversation. Is why are they not tapping into that resource? I mean, I, I know it's for um, for experiment, but yeah, the one in Lowell, you can't benefit. The the river right there. They're one step away. <laughs> uh, there there are some things with the one in Lowell that it's just fundamentally not designed to generate electricity. So you have to actually cap and pressurize the reactor, whereas the one in Lowell isn't pressurized. So there's a difference in the design, so they can't make electricity with it. You can make heat with it. Um, but I don't want to live in Lowell because it's not capped. No, no. Well, no, it's not pressurized. <laughs> capped. I mean, that, that dome will survive, uh, will outlast you, uh, and that dome will hold the, anything that that reactor can put out. But I'm not going to grow a third eye if I live too close. No, no actually, it's in reality, for most, they they keep a very, very close eye on it um, as far as radiation is concerned. Um, and they probably know more about the local area than that local campus area than you would in most parts of the state other than the other reactor areas because they want to know everything like that's Zebra? going on. A Seabrook, they'll actually know more because they have more detectors throughout the area. Um, yeah, well, they they have a lot of um, <laughs> generations of defected growth already. Well, forming, I mean, so. you know, the the Seabrook nuclear. Let's put it this way: Lowell can put out one megawatt per hour. Seabrook can put out in heat. Lowell can put out one, and I have to let's delineate from heat to electricity, right? So right. Lowell puts out one megawatt of heat per hour. Seabrook puts out 11, uh, 3,300 megawatts of heat per hour, generating 1,100 megawatts of electricity per hour. Um, so slightly different size. Um, Lowell probably has like a couple hundred pounds of uranium in the core. Seabrook has 150 tons. <laughs> now, with, with, with this in mind, um, Lobster has become uh, sort of the lobster, uh, the, the way they move and stuff. When, when Boston moved some of their sewage ports into the ocean, <laughs> um, lobster actually diminished. Yep. How does that make you feel? Um, well, as Boston has done, uh, Boston has stopped pouring sewage into the... the uh... And the crabs went away. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they were smart animals. They 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 got their their shell, their house, and moved out of town. <laughs> Look, uh, you know, I'm kind of proud. Boston has the had the dirtiest harbor in the world. Um, it was kind of it used to be an old like pride thing. You know, you go to a beach in Quincy, and you know, you know, you're lucky you, you don't get tricked by some sort of medical waste. Uh, your beach lived up to its name, you know. And if it wasn't dirty enough, I mean, we just fixed it every St. Patrick's Day and turned it green. Right. Um, you know, I know Detroit gave us Detroit's River burning without, 
you know, the river was on fire for a while. I, you know, that kind of, you know, they were giving us a run for our money. Uh, that's that's a that's pretty hard to beat. I don't know. I, I I do like looking at a rainbow before I jump into it. Yeah, well, Shanghai, I guess, is giving us a, giving us some run for our money or wherever it is in China. They got some polluted. Yeah, well, I, I I do want to get lead poisoning from the fish that I eat too. So. <laughs> Yeah, and, um, I guess the best one is the uh, the whole Charles River. You know, they've cleaned up the river, but the river was so contaminated, they're still flushing stuff down, that, and they haven't even added anything in 20 years. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't really have a lot to add to it because uh, I grew up with a lake down the bottom of my street, and they uh, they had to close the lake to public swimming for hoof and mouth uh, hoof and uh, foot disease. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. And they've done that all over the state too. It's it's not just you know one area. Everybody's done it. Uh, you know, I don't know what to think of it. I mean, I find it funny actually. <laughs> I mean, big business always finds the cheapest way. Um, you know, it's fun and games until someone gets it in the eye. So, well, you know, then there's the, you know, you just got to look. There's always somebody worse. I mean, the Russians decided to dump so much radioactive waste into this one lake, and then the heat from the radioactive waste that they dumped in the lake dried the lake up, and uh, now they have this radioactive wasteland that blows radioactive dust all over the place because they've dried the lake out. So I guess when you look at what we've done to our rivers. We've at least not stopped them from flowing water and keeping the contamination underwater. So, <laughs> look at throughouts, you know, you just got to put it all into perspective. At least we didn't dry out. We didn't turn a lake radioactive and then dry it out. <laughs> yeah, it starts, everything starts looking like the hills that have eyes. Yeah. Though um, so I am still interested, and in, this is still an open challenge to all of our listeners. If you can get me a two-headed living turtle, please bring it. Please send it to me. <laughs> Contact me. I will give you the shipping instructions. Uh, I want a two-headed turtle, uh, and I know they exist. Wow. You know, <laughs> I've heard of some fascinations, but <laughs> I'm not sure that's one of them that I'd really want to have. <laughs> I know they exist. I know they exist in South Carolina. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I had a roommate that had a, a fascination with uh, alligator snapping turtles. Okay, that's, and, uh, that's just wrong. Yeah, well, the thing is, is <laughs> called it kitty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's worse than that. <laughs> he called it kitty because that's how he fed it. Oh, he fed it cats? Well, nice. yeah, but it was only, you know, it was kittens that people didn't want. But uh, nice. that was disturbing, because I actually had a cat, so. Oh. So there, there was more a line of fear uh, involved with it. And I can understand why my cat's a little paranoid, and if you call it Little Kitty, it runs. Little Kitty, it's actually funny, because if I hold her, and I whisper little kitty into her ear. She digs her claws into my chest and jumps off of me. Well, that's <laughs> so, I have a video of that. I, I now know <laughs> why I moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can understand that. 
We may have to get you. We may have to have you take some video of that and make a special. What the, the inborn fear in my cat? Yeah, irrational fears of your cat. <laughs> you know who says that their intelligence is low? They have the instinct to survive. Yeah. Wow, that is funny. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else that we wanted to talk about tonight? Doesn't look like it. Oh, like it's, uh, there hasn't been really oh, that wait a many. Minute. We've got a caller coming in. Hold on. All right. Well, we're back with uh, after this slight extended break that'll be edited out. Uh, our friend Lord Cran has called in, uh, so we now have uh, three people on the line: myself, Lord Clark, and Mr. Carter, and uh, friend Lord Cran. We have the technology. We now have uh, tech, more technology. It's uh, pretty basic the way we've unfolded it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this has been around since the mid 1990s. So. 80s. 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 Ooh. 80s. Dated. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's right up there with the uh, the the fro hairstyles that we were talking about earlier on. Oh yeah, and the ladies with the big hair and the. And the scary people, the scary males with the, uh, that are, that have perms. Scary <laughs> thoughts. Because we were discussing, uh, our, some of our thoughts on Facebook and some of the people posting high school pictures that just really needed to be left back in the 80s. Well, isn't fa Facebook just a cult, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some people use it as a cult-like device. Yeah. Oh, that is very true. Actually, uh, w one of the interesting things is uh, w one of the news uh, articles in the Boston Globe was uh, the whole Gen X uh, generation, which is probably one of the larger uh, generations on Facebook, but uh, they're actually not doing so bad with this whole economy because they never really cared too much about a job or having a house. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I know I'm a Gen X person, and uh, I fit into that category. As long as I'm not trying to retire now, I should be okay, right? Well, yeah. you'll, you'll probably be able to survive the recession and come out probably in the same shoes you're still wearing. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm supposed to fall into that category, but I manage the shop that I work at, so I I, I don't think it necessarily applies to all, but I, I don't think that I should be stereotyped the American slacker. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being a slacker, though. You know, we, we, do, we do pride ourselves on being too, too slack <laughs> on this podcast. Uh. <laughs> and then, no, don't don't worry. There are plenty of things that I slip, and I I still have a, uh, two weeks of laundry that I haven't dealt with. Hey, look. In a, in a month to the parts that haven't been categorized yet. Look, if you got thirty pieces of underwear, what's the need to go do any washing until all thirty are dirty? <laughs> well, that's why Walmart sells it so cheap. It's easier to get it clean than to deal with the dirty stuff. Well, it's cheaper to go out and buy a new. Buy more than to do the laundry, right? Well, that's certainly true. It costs what ten, fifteen dollars to to take everything to the laundromat. I mean, 
mm. the basic necessities you can pick up for about six ninety nine a pa- a pack. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. For sixteen bucks, you can get a whole new set of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> now we're starting to talk about the car manufacturer again. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, car manufacturer. Cars like we do our our underwear. Hmm. It's actually pretty bad. I, I've done the average of the vehicles that I've owned, and it, it comes down to um, uh, about a year of vehicle. Now, you're also one that, uh, what was the last American car you've actually owned? It was a Ford Taurus that was given to me, and I actually only had it for two months because I quickly realized it was a piece of crap when I was stuck on ice couldn't move forward because only one tire spun, and uh, that's when I got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> so Which you... doesn't really doesn't speak well for Ford. Um, Ford actually took their patent for that motor from Nissan, um, and they, they successed it, watching it horribly. Yeah, they made a disaster out of a pretty good engine from N- Nissan, if I remember correctly. Well, Nissan Nissan used the the VG30 platform um, from 1983 till 2004 um, when they decided to retire it to the VG uh, the, the VQ series, which they're now currently putting in everything. Probably next going to put it into a scooter. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a scooter with a V6. Um. <laughs> I have heard of people putting, uh, what is it, motorcycle engines on their snowblowers. Um. Well, I've also heard of a guy using two chainsaw motors to power a personal craft uh, helicopter, but, you know, I wouldn't really want to take a ride. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like it would be a good time. Uh, <laughs> Not, actually. <laughs> or at least for a second. Yeah. Isn't the Taurus, like, the best-selling car for, like, 10 years? What's that? Was it, yeah, wasn't the Taurus like Ford's best-selling car for like ten years? It wasn't just their best-selling car; it was the best-selling car in the U.S. I didn't know. Did it actually beat the Camry? Uh, Camry captured the title in two thousand. Oh, wouldn't know. Ford actually topped on a list, other yeah, than the truck. Well, yeah. The Taurus actually was one of those things that was like saved Ford. That's uh, I'm shocked. I don't, I, I've never really heard of too many good things coming from that company. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Wasn't that long ago. Well, as you can see, Ford isn't the one that has its hand out completely, as much as GM and Chrysler. No, you were talking about handouts while I was gone, huh? Yeah. What about the fact that people don't want to buy cars from American manufacturers? Well, see, the problem the problem is is that so many American manufacturers have their hands deep, or rather not their hands, but import market has their hands deep into American markets. Okay. And how come the American market can't put out anything halfway decent? I think that's a crock. I think they do put things out that are halfway decent. They need to make some tighter relations with Cosworth. I don't know. I mean, I, I think American car manufacturers like Toyota put out things that are great. Uh, well, let's put this in. You know, you vote with your dollars, okay? If you 
if people were only buying American cars, your foreign car companies would pack up and go home. There's no money for them. So you, either you're taking a stand of you want American companies or you want to sell out to foreign companies, even if they're in name only. Yeah. You know, I mean, Ford, okay, they're all using international parts, but they're still an American brand. So, you know, you know the, there's the some kind of importance about, of buying an American brand. Yeah. The worst thing about Ford's merge with Jaguar is that both Jaguar and Ford have horrible electronic systems. <laughs> that wasn't necessarily a benefit, other than the Taurus started to look like the X-Type. Well, yeah, I, I thought that, like, the sin to the X-Type was that it looked like an overpriced Taurus. Yeah. I mean, it just killed the. I mean, it killed Jaguar and the fact that you had to drive it from the dealer to the mechanic, to the dealer from the mechanic to your house to the mechanic again. I don't really know much that's changed from Jaguar's reputation, but that's besides the point. Yeah, but the Jaguar got sold off to Tata. Oh, yes, a high-quality uh, Indian manufacturer. Don't uh, knock it. They actually got a good lineup for what they are. Oh, yeah, heck yeah. I mean, hey, for the price, I might pick one up and throw it in my trunk. Um, <laughs> I think the Lexus's trunk should be big enough. Yeah. Um, hey, the money was good. Yeah, I mean... It, I think my billion to buy Jaguar and Land Rover. Yeah, true. And I think what's funny is my Lexus is still worth more than uh, than a brand new Tata. You know, the, the car that by the, the first time you drive it off the lot depreciates like the value of a street bike. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't either, but that's. From my estimations, I'm pretty sure that my Lexus street value is more than the Tata brand new. Probably, yeah, 10, 10, 14 years after the fact. They also branch out. I mean, they they sell vehicles that are like, um, you know, like there's little uh, utility-type vehicles for, like, mini tractors and, you know, pushing things around on runways and of uh Airplanes and airports. Yeah, yeah. They, they sell like not just your vehicle, not not consumer vehicles, but they sell like Mar- yeah, yeah, commercial vehicles, golf carts, and well, things like that. <laughs> golf carts. <laughs> now, wow. is it an insult to the company if you can't tell the difference between their golf cart and their street car? Uh, <laughs> look at the website. Well, you know what, what was that car that uh that that Pontiac put out some years yeah. ago in the, in the early no 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 not that uh, in the early 90s they they actually produced a, an, a fully electric car but it never really took over very well. Oh yeah, huh. that was basically their golf cart. Yeah, but didn't oh yeah I was just I was watching something on CNBC and the fact that Pontiac got rid of that. Like the year before electric cars and hybrid cars became popular, like had they held on to that car one more year, it would have actually like been a benefit to them. Oh, it would have, without a doubt. But I mean, you know, sad but true, it happened. Yeah. I still don't think I'd really want to have a battery-operated car because what happens if you get in a high-speed accident? You die. You pretty much melt. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing is electricity still is outrageously expensive. Um, and I wouldn't want to 
you know, be paying my electric bill with charging my car. Well, I mean, I, I, my own opinion, the only electric car that I see out on the market right now is the Tesla. And I don't really think I could or would want to own a house. It would have to be in the zoning area where I could have the charging station put in my garage. <laughs> but it seems like a pretty sweet car. Oh, without a doubt, it's a sweet car. It's actually, it's pretty attractive looking, but uh, I don't know. I just don't think I, I, I like speed without sound, and I'm not going to have a soundtrack playing as I push the gas pedal. Oh, yeah. You don't want it to sound like a remote-controlled car? <laughs> I actually got, I almost got hit by a Toyota Prius when I was at a gas station because <laughs> I just pulled away and I didn't see it. Were you on foot? I mean, it would have just bounced off. I was on foot. You wouldn't have gotten hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's like it's covered with lead. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, yeah, I could probably fit a Prius, like, in my trunk. Yeah. Or, or at least uh, it, I could run over one. <laughs> the same, I could probably fit one of those... Um, what are those little British things called? Those pieces of shit. Uh, Mini Cooper. Mini Coopers. Yeah, you know those. You you want to like run them over, aren't they? <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Uh, they actually they have the uh, the station wagon now. <laughs> they have a Mini Cooper station wagon. Yes. <laughs> they have a Mini Cooper station wagon. It looks exactly the same. It has an extra set of doors, and it looks about two feet longer. <laughs> Set of doors and it's two feet longer. That's just scary. It was only a matter of time. I mean, they they ran the the previous body style for what was it, twenty five years? So I mean, they can get what maybe thirty out of this one. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that the body style they ha they currently have, I kind of like. I mean, or they had, and the old school ones are even quicker. Like they could convert it into like a hearse for dead kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just it. They already have the station wagon. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you just put different side panel moldings on it, and it's all done. Paint it black and shove a few kids in, babies or whatever, and there you go. Put a, put a curtain rod in the back, and it's all set. Yep. Yep. It. Wow. Good times. Yeah, what was I thinking about hearses as I was driving around Lowell and Chumsford the other day? Oh, yeah, the fact that I actually wanted a hearse in high school. I, I still do. still want to drive around in one. It could be an interesting... Uh, the, only, the only thing a hearse puts in my mind is that line of traffic that gets you stuck at the stoplight for 15 minutes. Right, but that's what I was thinking, like, you know, I can get around that by having a few friends, and um, we put our little funeral stickers on, and we can drive through stoplights. Cause I'm, I'm... It's legal for a funeral procession to drive through stoplights. I, I'm pretty sure it's a, a little illegal. <laughs> Details. Details. <laughs> Well, I was listening to to uh, a radio show. You know, although if if you I was talking about how uh, escorted that the the, the bunch of uh, the gay people to that club, uh, oh, you have him ride in the procession with his uh, his vinyl uniform. 
<laughs> oh, no. That would work out pretty well. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, we gotta we got to escort the Indian and the, the policeman. And... Well, they're part of the progression, so. Yeah. All right. They were, they were friends. The casino? <laughs> no, we were talking about the... Uh... The the article you sent me about the cop um, who uh, who was escorting uh, gay male strippers to the strip club, the Roxy Club in Boston, from Logan Airport and got busted for it. Oh, yeah. You know how they they were also starred in the movie Brangelina. You get some personal fans doing their justice. Sort of like the guy who revived uh singer from Motley Crue when he OD'd a couple times. Oh, no. Old Motley Crue memory. <laughs> oh. Leave those behind. <laughs> uh, not sure how worth it that band was. Well, they're trying to make a comeback. Yet again. You know, now that every other hair, hair band's trying to get back out there. Comebacks are just not such a good idea. I mean, if they're going to do it, they're going back on tour because they ran out of money. Or they had a drug problem. Which is probably because they ran out of money. <laughs> or no, what caused them to run out of money? <laughs> you know what, what? What actually goes with that that's got me more concerned is the rumors I've heard of Creed coming back around. That's just not needed at all. No, well, the, the funny thing was, is as soon as I heard the rumor, it was quickly uh, diffused by the fact that um, Scott Stapp was back in for alcoholic. <laughs> uh, back in for, for being in What else did I miss? Uh, what else? Oh, we were talking about the uh, the fineries of drinking wine out of a box or out of a or out of a uh sterling cup um refined matter you know how refined you have to be to drink out of a are you just supposed to stick a needle in and drip it <laughs> yes i'm not a coiner that defeats the uh, the purpose of the uh, sudden intoxication, just to a, a constant drunkenness. <laughs> a constant flow, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did I miss, like, any politics or what? Was it not? No, we haven't uh, really gotten into politics yet. Actually, uh, Obama hasn't come up till uh, just this mentioning. Well, do we have any curses for Obama and the stimulus package? Did he get off his ass and sign this thing that he was in such a hurry to get done? Yeah, I read on CNBC that he actually signed it or something. I think I read it on BBC, too. So it was well, of course he did, but who's, who's going to back the billions of dollars that he's just putting out there? I mean, hey, I know trillions, that, trillions. That there is some slang that comes around with this kind of money, and uh, we all know what it's called. Inflation? Uh, I need to go out and buy a lot of gold candlesticks so that I won't I'll have money at the end of the day. 
And if you don't, at least you have something to hit someone on the head with. <laughs> I know. It's like, I need to go buy a whole bunch of silver candlesticks because silver's cheap right now. What is it, like 16, 18 bucks an ounce? Uh, 15 from what I heard. Yeah. I can look it up, though. Not bad. Not bad. Doesn't really make me want to go out and buy some chains, though. But don't they, like, use silver bullets against werewolves? Yeah, and vampires. And vampires, too, or? Yeah. Yeah, but see, wooden stakes work, too, and I just happen to have a whole lot more of those. <laughs> what what works on Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> I think you have to pour water on her, but I don't know. Holy water? I think the the Wicked Witch of the North Northern California. Uh, I don't know. So we gotta pour water on her or something. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe holy water. I don't know. There's gotta be a better death than someone shrinking into a witch hat. So. Yeah. But I, uh, we need somebody needs to try to pour water on Nancy Pelosi and find out if she'll melt. <laughs> be a nice little snippet <laughs> you never know I mean with all the plastic surgery she's had uh. <clears throat> all, I, all I have is images of Peter Griffin saying the power of Christ compels you <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what was I looking at markets yeah you get those the uh, the story about the assassination plot last year? Uh, no, I didn't get that story. Yeah. Do you want to, uh, do you want to... It was more recent? I don't know. They, uh... I don't know. Do you want to explain more? I don't really remember all the details, so... Oh. I think you, you could dig it up. That'd be great. <laughs> Thanks. Great uh, addition to the problem. No problem. <laughs> hey, I'm facilitating this uh, call here, you know. I, gotta, uh, I know, I know. I did something. <laughs> hey, I did something. <laughs> it's kind of like the stimulus package. I had to do something. <laughs> I had to do something when nothing would have been better. I had to do something. Okay, so here we go. Commodity ETS. So silver, silver's trading at thirteen ninety nine. That's not too bad. That has nothing to do with uh, anything. Comex silver. Comex silver. Silver uh, is at thirteen ninety eight, but I think that's per like bullion bar or something like that. Uh, huh. All right. Let's see. Do we have anything else that's interesting in the news today? GOP senators caved on. Any planes go down today? No, that was last week with the what up in Buffalo. Yeah. And that pilot wasn't nearly as good as Sully. That is not Sully from Godsmack. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be on a plane that goes down anyways, because uh, chances are I'm probably not going to survive. And if I do, I probably will with uh, all broken extremities. Yeah. I mean, they, 
they say that you're real common is like blowing out your knee and just totally shattering your kneecap. Well, I'm just going to fly Qantas from this point out, so. Well, I mean, if you want to go to Australia. They're the only one with a good reputation, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But who would fly to Australia anyways? They're, uh, they're in flames. <laughs> well, people used to worry about, like, terrorists on airplanes back in the 90s and early 80s, and they're like, oh, it's U.S. scare. And, you know, nobody talks about terrorists on airplanes anymore. Well, they did talk it's to them. Down building. <laughs> Yeah. And then they locked the then they you know, I found this interesting, you know, the terrorists can go shoot up everybody in the back, but they put a bulletproof door in so that you can't get to the pilot anymore. Feeling real good about that. Yeah, I'd be more concerned when the division gets pulled at the uh first class and then they start putting the bulletproof there. What is this? Death threats forced firm to drop octuplet moth. <laughs> Los Angeles Oh, her lawyers dropped her <laughs> over death threats. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Now I gotta say. That's a topic we do actually need to get into. It's octuplet right. mom. I think I missed a, a large segment. I dropped off the face of the earth there for a second. Okay. Well, uh, we got to get into this octuplet mom who had six kids and then decided to uh, have more. So she got. She got. What? This is more than just a, a small thing. I mean, we've already had the octoplet uh, child. Yeah, right. And so now we have a mom. This one's been floating around for a bit, but yet they don't call this one God. I don't know. This is the one that had, like, six kids before, and then she decided to have, have some in vitro and then had another octuplets, which is, what, eight? Uh, and have another eight at once. What's your problem with it? Guess who's going to be paying for it? Obama? Yep. Dude, Obama got a price cut, man. He, he doesn't get more than 100000 a year. How do you think he's going to pay for it? He made money on his books. <laughs> no, no, no. Obama's going to write the check for it, but it's going to be signed by, by uh, his friends down at the IRS. I heard he's a audacity of taxation. Now, this is, a, this is a good point. I mean, it, it, in equal and fair taxes, the Chinese have it right. If you have more than one kid, you get taxed for every kid you have beyond one. I'm thinking it's starting right. time to have... Put them up for adoption. <laughs> start, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about the only thing we don't have huge in this country. That's true. No, I do like that. What is it, the Nebraska law that uh, allows you to... Um, the the no child like you know the child law where you can donate your ch if you get pregnant and feel that it's a bad pregnancy you can donate your child within a week of having it 
Well, they decided in Nebraska, they decided that you can donate your child up to 18 because they couldn't agree on the word child. Wow. Did they put a stop to that? No, this is old news. I know, but I still find it interesting. It has a little bit to do with alcohol and pregnancy. No, and they didn't put a stop to it. That law is still in effect. Lord Clark only talks about Nebraska when he's on alcohol. <laughs> I'm not on alcohol. I'm not. Furthermore, that's where. The solo and uh, wine in a box conversation came up with the thought of uh, Britney Spears and public breastfeeding. Oh. What kind of wine is it? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It came in a box. Oh, oh, oh. Well. That's the kind of stuff that gets passed around at a campfire. Yeah, that's, that's... pretty soon there won't be any more campfires. It'll just be fires over barrels. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty true. <laughs> so, so when do we start seeing the uh, houses go up in the in the middle of uh, the uh, par- in the par- middle of the parks in New York City? You mean like, like um, funny. Hoovervilles? Yeah. When do we get? When do we see the rise of Hoovervilles? Obamavilles. Obamavilles. <laughs> It'll probably be started from all the CEOs saying they can't live off 500000 so they're going to try to collect on the insurance. Well, it is kind of rough in it. No, oh, that's 500000 I don't know how I'd live. I'd probably sell a couple houses. Oh, here we go. I, I heard the story this morning, and I forgot. I almost forgot about it. Uh... Man charged with uh, beheading his wife. Now, I'm sure he had a perfectly good uh, reason. Now, the the other funnier thing about this is, uh, yes, they're Muslim, and he had a TV show dedicated to to showing how Muslims are against violence. And where did they find the wife's head in the TV studio? Well, domestic violence doesn't count. Was this yeah. one of those uh, Muslim households, right? That's true. That is true. In a Muslim world, it doesn't count. Well, what what are they what are they calling those uh the the, the it's it's basically death. It's uh it's like an honor kill. Like it's it's done to be in honor of the family or something like that. And they try to get away with it and make it legal. Yeah, it's it's called Sharia law. Right. Uh. Basically, if a family member does something that's disgraceful for the family, it's it's okay to just ixnay their life from existence. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And uh, but I don't think he was trying to claim that. He just kind of did it. She was trying to divorce him. So yes, he had nothing to do with that. That brings up a lot of problems. <laughs> Especially when it comes to the, the fact that we, we we've sort of codified it in the past couple hundred years that you know if you have a debt and you die the debt dies with you so to kill off one of your family you know when they may have outstanding debts is to um, <laughs> basically uh, wealth on your, your debt. True. That just made the foreclosure market a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we have discussed previously uh, uh, how, you know, the 
the way you can actually get a house for free or close to free, which is buy a house, get a mortgage, and then, um, you know, homestead it and then get a uh, a disease you can't be recovered from and you live in the house basically for free for the rest of your life. That's not true, actually. My uh, my previous employer had the Homestead Act on his house, and uh, there's an auction sign up front. Right, but, but, he, he's, but he's not... Like, bankruptcy three times, and the fourth time's a charm, right? No, no, this is a little different, because if you're disabled, they can't right. kick you out of your homesteaded house. So all you got to do is uh, cut my arm off? Yeah, basically. Well, no, you just get you just become depressed and... Have bipolar disorder and can't move for getting out to work. As much of a scam as you'd like to think you're making, I don't think you're going to go through with it. I'm not <laughs> way too much of a slacker to pull anything like that off. Look, look, you know how long I've been talking about trying to fake you're my own death. Talking about all these scams, you're talking about faking your death, and I haven't seen Jack. You're not doing any of it. True, true. <laughs> it's getting to the point where I need to fake my own death and, and at least become an illegal alien. Uh, at least I can enjoy some rights in this country. You're talking about becoming Juan who? Juan Carlos Ramirez. Juan Carlos Ramirez. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll probably get free health insurance out of it, and that's a perk. Yeah, I get free health insurance. I won't have to pay taxes because I don't have, because I'm an illegal alien. Uh, and then I'm going to take all of my money that I that I received and uh, head to the Bahamas to buy a house. Probably see to it that you get a good job too. Oh yeah, that's just in his nature. You know, meanwhile, all us white white folk, you know, we're working real hard just to try to make money. Meanwhile, we're getting taxed to all all ghetto. Yeah, don't have to. Pay. Well, we're working. We not be maybe working maybe that hard. I don't know. I'm working pretty hard, and I was making a lot more money than I was making four dollars less an hour. Yeah. Doesn't that rot? You know, it's pretty terrible. I, I actually, I, I the last company I worked for, they gave me a three dollar raise, and I asked if I could just get a vacation instead. <laughs> What did they say? Well, they gave me the vacation time, but uh, then they denied me the right to my uh, benefits, and then the company folded. So <laughs> I should have taken a, a good time. I should have taken the raise because then at least I could have seen a good tax write-off. Yeah. Well, isn't that the end? He wasn't even paying you, anyways. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> actually the funny thing is, is he just filed for Chapter Thirteen. Um, I got the notice from uh, the court. I'm putting in to see if I can uh, try to get some of those wages back. Oh, yeah, hey, you got to try it. Well, I, I'd assume that back wages to uh, previous employees waives before any other um, bankruptcy to the court. I have no idea how that works. Well, as far as I can really care, he's got a diesel truck and... I heard that he's uh, he was dead on the side of the road and had to pay twelve hundred dollars to Ford to fix his truck because uh, gelled up on him. So <laughs> I, I feel I feel justified in my loss. <laughs> All right. Well, do we have anything else that we want to discuss tonight, or uh, shall we call it a night?
Now that we're well over an hour. <coughs> Do you have anything else, Lord Grant? Hello? Well, he's there, because I'm here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he go back to watching House. Oh, sorry. <laughs> What's going on? Do you have anything else to that you want to talk about on tonight's podcast before we wrap up? Well, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? I don't know. You're going to move to the Bahamas with me? No. No, no. No? I want to move up to New Hampshire, maybe. You don't want to live in New Hampshire. It's bad up there. Bad <laughs> uh, here. Uh, they're only copying what we're doing here down, up there, from what I understand. Yeah, but they're like 20 years behind us. Right? Except in property taxes. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's pretty true. Uh, if you can deal with property taxes and live in a trailer, then you're... I could become a renter. <laughs> you, you can't become a renter. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You'll actually be... Well, no, no, New Hampshire doesn't have welfare. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rent? They don't have people who rent? Oh, no. They, do they have Section 8 in New Hampshire? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I was ser- I'm seriously considering opening up some Section 8 housing or going to buy some housing and turning it into Section 8 housing. You know, I'll, I'll tell you. We have, we, have, we have Section 8 housing, and um, they, they actually they act like their stuff doesn't stink. Um, it's actually a pretty big nuisance. Is it? Because I mean, I've heard a lot of good things. At least you're guaranteed to get your money from the Section Eight people. Well, you don't. You don't get all of it. You actually. You only get um, a percentage. Um, not even three quarters. So they they still have to somehow come up with their money, and they find a way to string their small percentage throughout the whole entire month. So it's never paid at whole. Yeah. Well, yeah. But at least you. I mean, you get it. Yeah, and, and 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 like we talked about in our previous conversation, they basically have their own stimulus package going on, and we've we've had to stop their operation two or three times. Yeah. So you're the first person I've actually heard that doesn't that actually doesn't like Section Eight housing. I had neighbors who were Section Eight when I was in renting, and I kept calling the cops on them. They had no no respect. They had no job. They were drinking and making ruckus. And What's wrong with a block party every weekend? <laughs> every weekend. It was every night. <laughs> Forget every weekend. <laughs> you know, they actually get pretty good setup with uh, food staples, food stamps. I mean, they can get some pretty good food. And, and the funny thing is, is they can eat better than we can, and we're not even on food stamps. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a crime. And then, the, then there's the people who scam the food stamps, <laughs> who will sell you drugs for food stamps. You know, I, I think it should be on food stamps is you know such staples as like split pea soup and spam. I, is, why should they be getting filet mignon? Well, it's Massachusetts. It's the People's Republic of uh, Massachusetts. And the only salt that I get in my food is off the sweat of my brow. <laughs> Yeah. And it doesn't taste as good as sea salt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to have an expanded time. 
There, there still is the uh, the need for me to talk about my, uh, you know, we need to re uh, rebuild the uh, the temple in Jer- the holy temple in Jerusalem with our with the new Knights Templar. I'm willing to to start a fund for people anybody who wants to donate. Uh, and then I also have the, uh, you know, I think we need to start up the uh, the new. Um, uh, I can't even think of it anymore. Oh yeah, Rogue Scholar. Uh, foundation where you know people uh people submit rogue, rogue scientific things to uh have me review and give them a a title called rogue scholar uh but those can be left for another podcast and when I have a better concept of them but uh I think that's about it for tonight that sounds good enough All right. right.